Hello and welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf podcast, a podcast by a group of, well, um, the, the group of different people all fighting over a manor, but some of them are the manor, uh, I guess, with way too many board games. Uh, I'm Tom and I'm joined by... Justin. Adam. And Debbie. Uh, my confusion is somewhat based on the fact that we played Vast Colon, The Mysterious Manor, which is a game uh, by the same crew who did Root, uh, and in the same sort of asymmetric way, everybody is playing their own game inside of the game. So I was having a little bit of trouble trying to find something cohesive, which is pretty apt for this title. Um, this is one that uh, Justin owns, uh, so before I go into the overview, I'm going to let him do the old back-of-the-box thing. Ooh, it's been a while since I've done one of these. Excited. Enter the haunted corridors of Vast, the mysterious manor. Here, there are few heroes, just those seeking revenge escape or absolution with 10 ways to mix roles and scenarios that let you combine this game with vast the crystal caverns the mysterious manor offers new and old players alike fresh adventures in the world of vast play as the paladin discover shrines and master new powers in your hunt for the spider skeletons command your squad and pursue the paladin from the shadows with the spider Drink blood and hatch eggs to terrify your foes and escape the manor, the manor itself. Completing rituals, placing walls, and summoning poltergeists to seal the intruders inside. Or the warlock, avoiding others and siphoning their power to dominate figures and keep them forever. Features a groundbreaking new asymmetric design where each player's role in a unique way. A detailed rulebook filled with examples of play so you can start learning the game in minutes. In-depth solo mode for the Paladin. Stunning hand-drawn illustrations by Kyle Farron. 15 plastic miniatures and a gorgeous mounted board. All in vast. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. And uh, like Root, uh, this, uh, as I mentioned before, and as part of the back of the box there mentions, is that this is a completely asymmetric game. So it's it's kind of weird to try to say how this how the overview goes, because uh, everyone is pretty much playing their own thing. Um, yep. The, the basic way the game works is this, is that you will decide which of the different characters to play with. Um, there's a, uh, there's the paladin who is more or less playing a sort of standard RPG action adventure game where they wander around, uh, flipping over tiles, illuminating the dungeon, uh, collecting treasure and beating the shit out of stuff, uh, in an effort to become more powerful, like gaining something called grit, I think, uh, as, mm-hmm. as he, as the paladin goes through and uh, kicks open doors and picks up stuff and wrecks shit, you get stronger and stronger. And you get more cubes that you can assign to do things like walk, but it's called crusading, <laughs> and uh, running, which is called sprinting, and preparing, which is called preparing. Um, and essentially, Debbie played this game where she collected a bunch of crap and had a bunch of cubes and had to decide where she wanted to assign them, and all in an effort of trying to chase after Adam, who is playing the spider. I just did crap. That's all I did. Just Crap. true people up. Adam was playing the spider whose job it was to um, stay away from the paladin as well as try to at times extract blood and lay eggs and sort of play this area manipulation and and uh, like protection game of keeping the eggs safe from harm and throwing webs everywhere and choosing which like which form to take because he could be a big nasty spider or a bunch of little nasty spiders or a sort of weird spider sorceress thing um 
and then I was playing as the the skeletons whose job it was to try to kill the paladin. And my my game was basically uh, trying to play my dudes in an order such that I could surround the paladin using their special abilities and their special items and trying to just do damage. Uh, because they're individually quite weak, but if I surround the paladin and catch her unprepared, then I can start to do damage. And then there was Justin, who was playing as the manor, um, <laughs> that was kind of just like doing weird stuff and moving rooms around and giving treasure to people and like trying to do like a, a puzzle game on his own. And then there's the warlock that you can choose, which uh, we did not play with. Um, but uh, Justin might explain him a little bit later. Yep. And uh, in this way, everybody sort of has their own thing going on. They all have the same sort of basic rules where you get a certain amount of movement depending on which guy you're playing. You have common ideas about attack and defense. So um, like to be able to damage somebody, you have to have more attack than their defense. And this is usually like in Debbie's case, it was putting cubes down on the preparation box that she has. For me, it was like having skeletons in the same room gave me more defense and then having uh, the skeletons surrounding stuff gave more attack. And so everyone's just doing their own thing. It's a it's a hot mess when it comes down to it. Um <laughs> So I'm, I'm probably not going to explain too much more than that. I think we can probably jump into the individual experiences for each of us because I think that's kind of where uh, where this game is going to lie, especially since we only played one playthrough. And so like a lot of asymmetric games, you can kind of get at least like six games out of it if you're willing to just sort of rotate rolls around until you figure out which one you kind of like. Um, for me, as the skeletons, it was a lot of fun just like trying to see what Debbie was doing because like most of the time I didn't really give a shit what anybody else was up to other than like trying to watch Justin and figure out if he was going <laughs> to shuffle a bunch of tiles out from under me. Um, but as the skeletons, I could do things like walk through spaces that didn't have any tiles on them and uh, just basically tried to use what I had to surround Debbie and try to like do as much damage as I could in a few turns. There's a little bit of a resource management thing there, um, a little bit of, you know, deciding how you want to how you want to try to set your guys up because they do have a marching order and you always have to you have to adhere to this marching order as the skeletons and the only way to change the marching order is by having one of your skeletons die which they die all the time because as soon as you attack something they, they just fall to pieces um it's really quite it's it's straightforward enough when you get down to it but when you're looking at it you're just like man i have no fucking idea what's going on here <laughs> um one of my favorite parts about playing as the skeletons was uh, the ridiculousness of saying because these are the names of the skeletons they all have their own personalities because they all have their own uh, their own abilities is like well I'm going to move Slashy first and he's going to move five and then he's going to use his great axe Shooty is going to move five over here we've got Casty, Stabby, Screamy uh, Singy and Sniffy and these are all the different kinds of skeletons that you can have I'm sure I've missed a few you sort of get this like randomized setup of five of them to work with throughout the game and they're all just the names are just so stupid that it's just a lot of fun sort of uh, running them around and using their abilities and using their their um, uh, their item cards and stuff to try to outwit in a way the people that you're playing against uh it was a uh, it was pretty good it was a lot of fun just playing as the skeletons uh it was kind of weird for me because like again one of the things is that i totally didn't give a shit what adam was doing and i did not give a shit or understand what justin was doing does anybody give a shit what adam hey doing? no i i did <laughs> i i gave a shit about what everyone was doing 
Okay, that's a lie. I cared a lot about what I was doing. Justin, no. Adam. Yeah, because you're trying to come and kill me. Thank you. So uh how was the how was the experience as the paladin, Debbie? Um, it was actually really good. I think it was interesting to try to figure out at first that I mean I can honestly say for the first while I had no idea what was going on. I, I but, think that could be said for most of us. Yeah. And I mean that's I find that I, I mean it was it was kind of the same experience with Root where you can't really bank on asking other people at the table for the most part, like, what should I do? <laughs> because everybody's so ingrained in like their own figuring out what they're trying to do. Um, luckily, Justin had played this before and Justin knew. And so he had a bit of an idea of what kind of everybody did, mm-hmm. which was very helpful. Um, but I liked the paladin. I don't know. I'd have a hard time like... I think one of the first things that I said when we were done playing this was I'd play it again for sure. I don't know if I'd play it again as a different, as a different class or a different character or whatever, um, because the paladin just kind of, kind of fit me well enough, if that makes sense. The paladin lifestyle. Yes. We're going to get you a big neck chain that says that. <laughs> Jesus. Me and all my like religious bits that I picked up throughout the game. <laughs> yeah. I'm a very my fucking religious bits. (laughs) I had prayer beads and some holy symbol or something, and and my one armedness. I still have no idea why I only had one arm, but Uh, apparently I I I think the spider ate it, and that's why you were here to kill it. That's not very nice. It's not. Oh, oh, oh! That just adds. You only had one arm. Yeah. Yeah. I was the one-armed paladin. I did not notice that. I did not notice that either. (laughs) It's funny because Justin said it a couple times. Justin was said something about being one-armed a couple times. And at first I could not figure out the fuck he was talking about. And then I went and actually looked at one of my pictures. And sure enough, my like sleeve, you know how they like the old school, like post-war pictures. The sleeve is like folded up and like has like a safety pin in it. Mm -hmm. And and it's like squared. Yeah, that's what my sleeve looked like. It, it with the miniature, it's easy to tell, uh, but with the tabletop <laughs> version that we were playing, it was just the little like wooden cube standees. Standees, right? So. Yes. Nonetheless, it was. I I enjoyed it. I thought the paladin was fun. It's a little hard to get used to the idea that again, you can't you can't really ask anybody for their opinion. But you're fairly, I don't know, you, you you have tunnel vision and it's kind of okay. So, I mean, I was really gunning, obviously, for Adam because he was the spider. Um, and I paid attention to what Tom was doing as the skeleton. He was trying to kill me. But for the most part, it was very tunnel vision. And it was like, where is Adam? How do I get to Adam? How do I make him die? <laughs> Uh, if Dateline <laughs> yes, is possibly do. watching or listening in, uh, you know, please hey, take note. Everybody is prepared for their Dateline interview. Yes, exactly. <laughs> use that a, audio clip against you. That's a scary statement. Uh, perfect. Uh, but no, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I thought the Paladin was um, enjoyable, less confusing, I think, than the other ones, just kind of from the looks of it. I only had one player board. Um, I got cards, so I got treasures and some like powers, I guess, some abilities. Um, and so it was a fairly, fairly linear character or role to play. And so I think I enjoyed that. I think if I got used to the game a little more, maybe I'd try some of the other ones. Um, 
but mine, so Paladin compared to the other two, I think is is a little more kind of straightforward, on par. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It definitely seems like the uh, the sort of entry level, like if you had a group that was familiar with this game and somebody new came in, you'd give them the Paladin because it's like, you only have one thing to worry about. You got your guy. You got to decide when you want a crusade, you know? <laughs> just burst through the walls like the kool-aid man you can do that too yeah you get a bunch of cool shit to play with yes it was it looked like a lot of fun but and i mean to be fair the one thing that i like the one critique i guess that i have is that there was a lot of bits that were hard to keep track of so like every time you attack something you get light i think is what it was Mm -hmm. i am 95 percent sure that i did not get light a decent number of times and but i was so lost (laughs) for the first while that i i noticed that it wasn't there but it wasn't like i noticed i screwed up it was like huh i wonder how i got that (laughs) and then later on it was like oh yeah shit um but yeah so i mean there's there's a lot going on in this game this is definitely not the kind of like entry level style game i think i would put in front of anybody but uh i i actually am starting to enjoy the asymmetric game like root i really enjoyed vast i've i actually really quite enjoyed as well so i think there is a lot of benefits to be had when you have um have a game like this uh, like over over what root was um where like your job is essentially go and kill this one thing like you knew what your goal was it wasn't victory points it wasn't like some esoteric or abstract idea of how to win it was like you go and you kill this this spider like and that was your whole job and one of the things i really liked about this as well as uh, the same thing that they have in root as well is like every class gets their own player aid basically that says like how to interact with the other the other people in the game yeah so for the skeletons, it's like, hey, you're going against the paladin. Uh, you need to worry about this, this, and this, like avoiding the lights and avoiding the pillars and uh, trying to stay in the darkness and stuff like that. Use the hallways, that sort of thing. And when it came to like the spider, it's like, just just fucking ignore them. You don't care unless they're about to win. And then it was like <laughs> the manner, it was like, don't piss them off because they can really ruin your day. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> And, and it was something, and I didn't even read the one about the warlock, but I really appreciate that sort of thing. So I think it's a, it's a really nice touch, especially for newer players or people who are intimidated about this sort of game where it's like, if you're unsure about what to do a lot of times, like it gives you a goal and it also explains to you what you need to worry about, which I think was a really good touch. Yeah. I, the one thing that I, I could be incorrect about, which I guess is more of a question. So in root, did we all have the same end goal? We just got there in a different way. Like I, th- um, for whatever um, reason, I feel like root was like the way to win the game was to either do this or do this. And whoever did it first. Yeah. I think it was like, uh, trying to, I, I, I am, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I think it was, I think everybody's end goal was a little bit different. A little, yeah. Was it? Okay. But it was okay. all, but because it was all centered around the map, I feel like it's, you know, everything, you know, it had to do with, uh, I may have to look that up actually. It was and, kind and of an area control thing wasn't it with uh, there was something to do with points i remember i just remember that playing as the the vagabonds you just you just had something completely different because you didn't care about who controlled any of the map 
Funny thing. That was you then, too. (laughs) I always pick the weird rules. Yeah. But that's the one that's the that's the one difference that I think stands out to me is that I I remember asking at a couple points in time. I was like, hey, wait a second. I don't actually know if somebody else has the ability to win the game right now, because like especially the manner, like having any idea what the manner was doing and how they won. I, he could have, I, Justin could have pulled out at any point in the game and been like, Hey guys, I win. And I'd have been like, huh? (laughs) How'd you do that? Yeah. Like I, and Adam, I don't know what Adam was. Adam was trying to get terror. I I was trying to hatch eggs. I was was over there trying to hatch eggs and you ruined my clutch of eggs. You, you killed them. (gasps) You killed my family. That's because you kept drinking my blood. I don't know what you want from me. I was just trying to feed my family and you, you (laughs) took it upon yourself to, to, I don't know. Crusade all over. Crusade all over. Yeah, you're busting through walls and and harming me. (laughs) I was harmed. Yeah, harmed. Yes, I was quite upset. (laughs) My understanding of how the how the spider went was essentially you got to pick one of three sweet sweet forms to pick uh, or to, to transform into. Then you got like a bunch of cards, and then you got to like get some terror, and then you move around and do stuff, and you're being all weird and creepy. Yeah, like my my whole shtick was like, um, my my whole thing was like, st- you know, just stay away from the paladin. That was number one. It was like just just don't even don't even look over there. Don't don't interact. Like stay as far away as possible. They're not your friend. I was like, okay, yeah. So this is normal life. This is good. Perfect. Um, Rude. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then. Um, and, and then it was just kind of go about your thing, collect some blood, um, collect some blood, lay some eggs, hatch the eggs, which you need blood and webs to hatch the eggs. And then once you do all that, then eventually, like once you hatch the eggs, they'll turn into tear. And then there's there's like three or four or five even different ways to to get tear. Um, and then it's okay. So get all that sorted out. Then go and. Uh, then get the hell out of the manor. So you kind of need to like, I like I, I didn't care what the skeletons were doing. Um, and then I, I, yeah, I didn't care what the skeletons were doing. I definitely gave a shit what the paladin was doing because I wanted the paladin as far away from me as humanly possible. And then I didn't really care what. Uh, I mean, I, I cared to the smallest minutia of uh, what like uh, of what the uh, the manor was doing because it was like oh there's the like because it basically once I once I hatched enough eggs or whatever I was looking to GTFO and at that point. I was going to start giving a damn about what the manor was doing, but I didn't, um, I think I needed to have 12 tear and on my turn, I mean, the, the turn that, that the game ended on, I think I was setting up to get maybe, maybe two more, which would have put me at nine, maybe 10. Um, so I, I was not, I was like, I mean, I was close ish, but not, not close enough. Not close yeah. enough to really start caring about the about what the manor was doing. I guess is is the point <laughs> I'm trying to make. That that seems to be a running theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. 
Yeah. And the more terror you got, the stronger, like the more defense you had. And yeah. the more, the more like sticky gunk you had around your eggs, the more, the harder they were to kill and stuff like that. Right. As I gained more terror, I just became like harder to, harder to injure. And I became, I drew more cards and it, it was sort of like a, sort of like an engine building thing where, you know, you kind of start off, uh, quite, you start off rather weak and then you um, start picking up speed, picking up speed, picking up speed, and then you, you just start to run away. And I, I felt like I was at, you know, maybe 70 percent of my of my, you know, capacity, if you will, or 70 percent of my my oomph uh, when the game ended up ending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you were essentially playing an engine builder. Debbie was playing an RPG. I was playing a like turn based <laughs> tactics game. Yeah. And what? What was Justin? <laughs> what was Justin playing? Uh well, you know, Justin as the manor was it was weird. It was it was weird. Let's you don't just, say. Just say that. Yeah, even I wasn't exactly uh sure <laughs> what I was doing. Uh, because of the manor, you get to control all the tiles. You just got to control the tiles. Every turn, you get to put down a treasure somewhere on the map. And whenever the paladin picks up a treasure, you get to choose what to give to the paladin. Uh, so you could give him something really good or just something, eh, okay. Uh, yeah, so it, was, it kind of felt like I was trying to run the clock. I wanted to keep everyone sort of at a level playing field. So if I felt like Debbie was falling behind, I, you know, would throw some treasure really close to her. Uh, Or, you know, I would try to throw it on the other side of the map to maybe keep her away from the spider that she kept beating up. Uh, So it was was kind of like I was trying to keep the peace uh, while at the same time trying to do my own thing, which was uh, I have this little wraith guy on the map. So I have to kind of play this little like ocd shuffling game where i I move i move the manor around flipping tiles and throwing tiles off on the side and putting down these little poltergeists in the exact pattern that show up on these cards so maybe i need to make like an l move or this weird zigzag or just make a square with a wraith as long as there's no walls in the way so half of my attention is spent trying to keep everyone from killing each other uh while also trying to move the map around so that I can score my own points is the way I have. I have to get 14 points, basically. It's by another name, but they're just points. Um, and I get either, I think, one to maybe three per pattern I can make. I can make one pattern every round. And otherwise, my actions include yeah, shuffling tiles, uh, swapping two tiles and rotating them however I want. Um, I can push tiles around and that includes anything on that tile. So if I feel like the paladin's way too close to the spider, I can just throw all my cubes down on swapping tiles and I can just throw the paladin or the spider halfway across the map, you know, just, you know, tell them to play nice for a little bit. Uh, it's, yeah, it was, it was weird. It was very weird. It was like I was trying to run the clock. So it's kind of like being a chaperone at a high school dance while trying to solve a bunch of Sudoku puzzles. Yeah, yeah. Good I was God. trying to keep everyone from making out uh, while also trying to solve my crossword in Sudoku at the same time. That is terrifying. God, what an image. <laughs> what? What an image, man. 
you know? So it was like, ah, I could throw the paladin halfway across the map, but if I just swap these two tiles, I can, I can, I can do a little pattern, get some extra, uh, extra points. It's like, ah, I'm sure the spider will be fine for a second. And then I just turn my back and the paladin runs halfway across the map and it's killing spiderlings. And I have to run into the room and be like, no, stop, for the love of God. And Timmy and Tommy have got their hands all over each other again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, and it's just, you know, someone's taking a YouTube video in the corner, and it's like, nope, oh. nope, it's bad. It's bad. Can't, yeah, can't do that. Yeah. And the skeletons are just everywhere, and there's no stopping them. They're just a real pain in the ass. So I just started yeah. s- flop, just wherever they were, I would just reveal the tile just to piss them off. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, and I, and, I guess I, I and, can go into the warlock as well if you want. I mean, maybe just like a brief overview of what the warlock does, because I mean, I can't, I can't say from experience how it was playing against him. So uh, the warlock is kind of similar to the manner where you have no real antagonist. You're not really trying to kill anyone. So it's the manner you're just kind of running the clock. And same with the warlock. So with the warlock. You're trying to keep the poltergeists, little ghosts that show up that the paladin can murder for experience and treasures around on the map. So you're trying to like run up. One of your abilities is to get sort of collect power from nearby figures. So that can be the skeletons, the paladin or the spiders. But if anyone runs into you, you lose a whole bunch of the curses. So you're, you're playing this weird game of keep away. And then you have to dump those curses on treasures and por- poltergeists. So it's, it's a weird game of sort of a little bit of map manipulation and otherwise sort of annoying keep away. You're just like this little gremlin in the back of the, you know, the corner, just chuckling to himself. Uh, but you don't ever have to worry about being killed. Uh, you just kind of get scared off. It's, it's yeah, the, the the manor and the warlock are very much the non-standard weird uh, classes. I feel like you shouldn't talk about yourself like that, Justin. Oh, I will. I feel like that's really rude. About him being the weird gremlin in the corner? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's what the warlock is. You are the guy in the corner kind of chuckling to himself about his evil machinations. Um, and everyone else is looking at you confused. Yeah, it must be really disconcerting to have someone like that around, huh? <laughs> it is. It is. Yikes. <laughs> In terms of a game overview, that's that's pretty much it. Everybody's playing their own sort of thing. thing. Like it's a uh, with the three normal roles, it's sort of like everybody is sort of eyeing somebody else as a primary target. You're sort of mostly concerned about what they're doing and you're also kind of wondering what everybody else is doing, but not so much unless they're getting close to winning, in which case you got to really like bring the hammer down. It's yep. true. Um like my experience with the with the uh, with the skeletons is, I thought it was a lot of fun. I wasn't sure I was going to like them as much as I did. Um, I was I was kind of uh, I, I really like to play the paladin because I really like to be able to just like you know focus up and you know try to gain levels and shit like that. That's kind of my my jam in a in a video game at least. Um, and uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to like the skeletons because they seemed weird and complicated. Because like every time they die, they the, the movement like the order that changes, and so you got to like try to figure that out. Uh, like which guys do you want going first, and coupling with their gear and stuff like that. But actually, it was a lot of fun because um, 
that the mechanics, the way the mechanics all work together, it was a, uh, it was really interesting to try to like think about like just seeing the the board state after Debbie had gone and trying to like figure out what exactly I wanted to do and how many points I had to be able to spend to be able to do the things I want to do, and uh, I thought it was really good and um just like the flavor that they injected into this game like all the skeletons having like the stupidest names is a lot of fun <laughs> um you get all these little tokens so like you know which one's sniffy because he's a little dog he's a little dog skeleton and he's so cute and then he gets a leash which means that people he can take people for a walk it's great and like the shoot he gets a longbow which means that he can shoot from farther away but, like, I didn't feel like any of these characters were, like, super busted. I didn't get to play with all of them, so I'd, I'd really like to try that again. And I think uh, I think this is a really good, uh, really, really good game for me anyway. Um, I really want to try, like, uh, another game of this. I think I like it more, more than Root, um, just because it has more of the aesthetic that I like in a game where it's, like, kind of a dungeon crawler more like uh more like direct like whomping on people uh a little bit more conflict involved instead of the sort of uh you know like area control type stuff i really appreciated this game i thought it was i thought it was really good i'd love to try it again for sure nice i agree i thought it was uh i thought it was a lot of fun and i also look forward to kind of playing it again i think having it on tabletop sim helps i i feel like i'd be more enthusiastic to play it on tabletop simulator again than I would in person. Um, what, why is that? Just because I feel like this is the kind of game where I like, I need to like sit and think. And so when I played on the computer and I just sit here and I can like, you're kind of free of distractions and you don't, that's for me, that's just easier almost. And I think that setting the board up and having all the fiddly pieces and bits, um, <laughs> I feel like that's, for me, just me personally, I just feel like that's a deterrent. Um, this is one that I I would, I, it's just, it's an easy press of the button kind of thing to have stuff set up for you. Um, and like I said, you're not nearly as distracted. I think when you're, when you have the ability to sit by yourself and just, you know, pay attention to the game that you're playing and things like that. So I'm, I'm quite interested in playing this again. And I think, um, yeah, I, I think it'll be, I think it'll be kind of a fun one to, to poke around with a little bit. And your replayability on this game, I think is a lot higher again, for the same reasons as uh, we talked about in Root. I mean, when you have multiple different classes that play differently, um, it's kind of like playing a new game whenever you play with a different class. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you have four or five times the replayability that you do with another game. Yeah. If you, Um, if you enjoy learning a new game, like you can't do much better than like a game that has six games inside of it to sort of like dick around with. Uh, That's not even including the expansions. How many expansions Uh, are there? uh, There's just one for mysterious manner, but it is completely cross compatible with their previous game, vast, Crystal Caverns, which came out in 2016, that has two expansions included into it. Oh, okay, okay, nice. yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so yeah, there's, there's probably, there's a lot of combinations that you could do. And I just one other thing that I just I want to mention is I really liked the art style. Like I liked the I liked the kind of side inside humor that ha- that went along with this game, and the not minimalistic art, but. It definitely wasn't, you know, tricked out, picture perfect art. Like we're not talking um, wingspan here, right? Like stylized. 
yeah, it, it's a it's a very simplified um, art style that I actually I really enjoyed. And I liked that kind of the humor pieces again, like the names of the characters of Thomas's class, the skeletons, um, and kind of like just these, I don't know, the way some things are written, I found funny. Um, and so I, I enjoy that piece of this game kind of as well. I think that there's a lot to be said about that. The art actually reminds me a lot of Chris Straub, who uh, I've seen on like Penny Arcade and stuff for. Yeah, I thought the art was really cool. It's like a very stylized, like comic book kind of, or comic like a web comic strip kind of, uh, kind of feel to it that I really liked. Uh, yeah, you you can thank Kyle Fernan. I think he does the art for all of the leader games. Um, it's very thank similar you, to Kyle. Root. So uh, because we were playing the, we played on tabletop. Like everything, you know, you're not going to scan everything in. And the version we played was actually uh, commissioned, I believe, by Leader Games for tabletop for people to. Try try out uh but on the back side of the player boards if you have the physical copy it has just like a little a little story behind everyone so like the paladins like through adventure and war the gods have rewarded my faith with devotion protection and strength like you know it's very much in his thing and then like behind the spider because there's three different spider versions you know there's three different cards so like when it's just the little spiders it's like skitter skitter hunt skitter skitter seek and then the skeletons it's just click clack clack click click clack 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 just all across the back of it so it's the uh, the humor <laughs> goes throughout because you know the skeletons aren't talking they're just clacking everywhere that's funny but it, it it plays well in sort of the theme of every character it's a funny game it's a funny game but it is a lot to it, it's one of the games where i find it is a lot to unload on somebody at first yeah i i guess it, i always think of it as being very complicated but incredibly simple um if you kind of understand a lot of the usual sort of board game mechanics of you know actions and turns actions and like kind of movement and sort of like these style of like orthogonal board games uh it can be like it reuses it's not introducing any new sort of mechanics or concepts like these are all kind of reused mechanics but the way they're implemented is is very interesting for each character so when you first look at it it is kind of a mind glazing what has justin dumped in front of me um but i'm hoping (laughs) uh that uh, as you played each of the characters you kind of got used to that style is this true yeah for sure i think i i think i got it I got the hang of it. You know, I was a little intimidated by the fact that I had like a shitload of dudes to deal with initially, but I think uh, by the end of it, I was pretty comfortable with, you know, how everything worked out. It was, uh, it was good. I think, again, it, it comes down to like, it's super complicated if you try to explain the whole thing in one go, but as long as everybody's yeah. focused on their board and what their goal is, you know, you will have an easier time trying to accomplish that. Just like in, uh, just like, you know, in normal life, you know. <laughs> You don't give everybody the whole, you don't, you don't hire somebody and then tell them how everything works from the CEO on down. You just tell them what the hell their job is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Push the button. Yeah. <laughs> you deliver butter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. Uh, yeah, like, like I, I definitely found myself at the start. I was like, oh, my good God, what is this? Because, you know, there's, there's so much going on and everyone's doing something that is stupid. Darkly different from everybody else. 
Like it's it's like it's not even it's not even it like the, like they're not even on the same in the same like zip code kind of thing, right? Like everybody is doing <laughs> things that are so so completely different and it's almost like you're playing a really strange game of like rock paper scissors lizard spock and you're like okay uh so who gives a shit about who and what you know and where am i going and what do i care about and you know like why is why does tom have 10 guys and i have one i have three guys but then debbie only has one guy and somehow you're the board like like what (laughs) like where did you where do you even fit in here um like it's it's this is not this is not a game i would i would ever bring to a i would bring out to someone who is new newer to board gaming um this is not this is not something that i would i would you know do like yeah it's just it's just not something i would do now that's not to say that people would not be able to grasp the concepts and shit like that i i feel that people absolutely could grasp these concepts even if they are newer to board gaming uh it's just that like man is there a lot to unpack at the start mm-hmm. did you feel the same way about root i'm trying I, to I don't I, I don't i don't remember feeling as overwhelmed with root um like I, I definitely I definitely remember feeling like with Root, I was like, oh shit, you know, like there this is a lot. Like this is there's a ton going on here. But I don't necessarily remember feeling like feeling as confused now like and i mean that doesn't even that's not even right because it's not like this game was it's not like i was completely blown out of the blown out of the water by this game within the confusion category i'm just saying that it like it is incredibly more complex than um many of the other games that we that we have that we have covered or you know that we do I found in Root that it primarily is an area control game. At least three of the teams are kind of doing that. And then there was the Vagabond being weird. But in this, because everyone's doing something completely different, it it can be very streamlined in your character. Yeah. But it can only be harder to grasp what everyone else is doing. Yeah, it's it's just the... Yeah, the, the thing is, is just there's there's so much to unpack in this game, and it's it's hard. Like I've I've been sitting here thinking about you know how how would I actually approach a review of this game? Like like this this game is this game is is like everything and the kitchen sink and the neighbor's kitchen sink all rolled into one, and it's like well you just. You know, it's it's just one of those like I guess it's it's almost a situation of being like, well, you know, how do you how do you eat an elephant? Well, one be one one bite at a time. <laughs> what? It's true. Yeah. Uh, just take you know take it piece by piece, and you know again from from my perspective where I was the spider, like did I found the three like the three um forms the three forms were were a little taxing at times because it's like you know after a while i definitely got it but but especially off the start i'm like looking at these three forms it's like okay so i need to be the big spider to lay the eggs then i need to be the little spiders to put webs on the eggs then i need to be the sorceress to put blood on the eggs and then the eggs hatch because you need six things you need six tokens on the eggs but it's only a but it's a maximum of three webs yep so now i need to like so I'm I'm busy like trying to trying to like 
you know, it, it's really kind of like learning, learning the steps of this very rather what felt like a rather complicated dance. Cause it was like, okay, well you just, you do this, then you do this and then you cha cha cha. And then, okay. Yeah. All right. Good, good. We got this, you know, <laughs> and you and, got a clutch of eggs. Yeah. And then, and then I have a shitload of eggs and then the palate and Kool-Aid man's his way into the room and starts killing your offspring. And well, yeah. and, and that was a that was the other side of it is I'm like, I'm minding my own business. You know, I'm 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 hanging out just just just, just trying to hatch my eggs. Don't mind me. And then next thing you know, oh, yeah, Debbie comes through the wall and I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, what are, what are you doing? <laughs> to be fair, the paladins, the walls of, were very difficult. It can be. It, Debbie was basically uh, Mr. X in Resident Evil 2. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I don't get that reference either. That's okay. Um, that's right. It's it's applicable. That's everyone else is loving it. I'm sure. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I I hope. <laughs> so it's, it's fair to say you're a bit baffled at the start. I I you know and and it took me a while because I'm like okay well you know I guess I'll start off as this dude and then you know we'll, we'll kind of play this dude for a little bit and try and get things set up and um that's like nope nope okay you know no oh we had a switch and then we had a uh, 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 uh. you know it was a does that it's just a weird dance does that not make you want to play the game more though oh and I never said I wouldn't play it again like, I, I absolutely no, 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 do no, want to play it again it's just it was a lot it was just a lot like there's just there's just a lot going on there's just a, a lot going on and it was it's definitely a little confusing the first time you go through it because you're like mm, what is this what 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 why is that guy in the room i don't understand yeah, well that, you know it's it's funny because that was that was almost one of the most confusing parts is be like okay so where's justin all this oh well he's he's the board uh, the what, what? <laughs> you know? he's like no no like he like he is the board like holy fuck what <laughs> like i honestly i don't think i'd be able to win the game without somebody playing the manor what does that what does that mean well, I think that Justin had to help me. And so I'm very interested to play the game like with the combinations of players and characters because mm-hmm. I think that that vastly shifts the way that this game is played. Hey. Yeah. Cuz you, you like I was almost I was like a turn away I think from just like mowing you down and if you hadn't had as many treasures as you were able to pick up or something like Justin was definitely again he was playing the chaperone, right? So he was trying yeah. to keep everybody apart like oh stop making out your fucking kids and and right and try to keep everybody separated. So so that nobody else could win before he could and in in this instance it seemed to me like he was giving you a lot of stuff and uh and at the end of the day you were able to sort of like swoop your way in kool-aid man your way through a window and uh like smash some more spider faces and you ended up winning but uh yeah if he wasn't there i'm not entirely sure what would have happened oh yeah like i i was fully convinced i was not winning that game until walls started appearing in places walls weren't. Yeah. And then it was like, huh, that's kind of handy. Treasures appeared beside you <laughs> as if as if delivered by the angels. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes they weren't in the right place, for the record. Well, I, I put I them in the right... I appreciated them much closer. Well, I didn't want you going that way. <laughs> yes, I, you, I you, had to, you had to go the way the... the 
board wanted you to go. <laughs> yeah, I put those treasures to keep you away from the spider. But the more he keeps you away from the, the spider, the more he puts you closer to the skeletons, and it's just like, oh, God, these yeah. kids just won't keep their hands off each no. other. I just can't put them anywhere. That's it. These goddamn <laughs> I'm kids. Keep you all locked in a little box until I'm done. <laughs> You're all going to be in your own little hamster balls. <laughs> Terrible. The high school dance chaperone. Yeah, I like that. That's, yeah. that's good. That's good. I like it. <laughs> Johnny, keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> yeah, and then there's just the warlock who's just playing with himself the entire time. Oh, God. There's just that one that's being all weird in the corner. Oh, God, I hate that kid. Yeah, little too, yeah, <laughs> man, you're, yeah, you're being a little too weird. You need to calm it down. <laughs> Go see people. Yeah, so uh, on to reviews. Um, I don't own this game. Um, I think it's one that I might uh, might consider picking up in a in a little bit. Um, I mean, I definitely want to play it again. I think it was great. Um, I like what Debbie said about maybe like trying to trying to trying to play it again sometime soon. I don't know if we want to maybe try to make a spectacle of it or something. I'm not sure how good this one would play on the internet or whatever, but might be something to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't own this, but I would definitely keep it if I had it. Um, I might think about uh, picking one up. I had a good time. I like asymmetric games. I like the sort of dungeon crawler sort of antagonistic aspect of it. Um, I like that you have a a straightforward class and the sort of like gang up class and then the sort of weird class and then the other two even weirder classes (laughs) that you can get into if you want to just get like super bonkers with it. Um, downsides i guess is that it is pretty long like i think we took the entire of our the entirety of our usual like three hour play session to get through it so it isn't uh it isn't a short game by any stretch of the imagination but um i think it's another one of these ones like root where you could kind of buy this one and like play it you know six 12 times before you feel comfortable with every class and how you feel about the game and i think that's a really good a really good mark of a game that is worth picking up because it has that sort of like that longevity to it even if you're just you play it 12 times you're like "Ah, i found out that this wasn't for me it's like well you still got like you know 30 hours entertainment out of it it's uh i had a lot of fun with it uh skeleton names are the best names and uh and yeah that's it was it was it was a lot of fun. I had a really great time. Uh, Debbie. Yeah, so I'm uh, on a five point scale. Um, I give this a four out of five. I think that this is something that um, if you have the opportunity to play it, you should and you should try it. Um, I don't think that this is the most friendly game for newer board gamers. I think this this is something that you should delve into after you've kind of perused the different types of mechanics that are out there, um, just because it is a little more complex. um, And it is something that you don't like, I had I not been able to really poke at Justin about a few things, I would have stumbled a lot more than I did as is. Um, And so I think that this is kind of, you know, a little more really hobby, hobby board gamer friendly. Um, But, you know, like if if you're in that class and you want to try something new and try something different, absolutely give this a try. Uh, especially if you like Root. This is, um, I think, in I think this is the next step to Root. I think Root is a little easier in my mind. Um, and so this is just kind of a, a, a progression, I guess, from Root. Um, I intend on playing it digitally. I don't know that I would pick it up board game style, like in a box, because I think that it does take a very particular type um, of or group of people to play it. And I think that it would get more um, it would get more play uh, digitally being able to actually play it with 
anybody worldwide versus um, kind of on the table. Um, yeah, but I, I think it's great. I, I really had a lot to appreciate about this game. Um, it's, yeah, it's a lot of fun and it makes you think. Um, and I got to kill my husband and, you know, you don't get to say that every day without Dateline knocking on your door. So that's uh, that's rude. That is rude. I mean, let's hope that you never get to say that for real, right? (laughs) Right? Wow. Wow. Shit. Wow. Marker. Yeah. Jesus. Fuck. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus, just man. single that section out for Dateline later. I'll yeah. just send it right to them. Tom's got like, some high quality audio ready to go. The at fact. least, at least uh, twice of how she's like, "I got to kill my husband today." I, you know, and honestly, I that's the fun part about this asymmetric thing. And I know that that's not nice, and that's a lot of the reason why people don't like competitive board games is because you get that whole gang up mechanism. But you kind of don't get that mechanism in this game because, like, I was the only one going after Adam. Thomas was really the only one going after me. Like, do you know what I mean? And so it kind of has that chain effect, Mm -hmm. which I enjoy. And it allows you to kind of (laughs) relish in attacking somebody. Relish! I'm such a a horrible person. Relish! I enjoyed it. It's it's interesting because, like, I think it it does... um, it does take away, like, you know, in competitive games, sometimes you can get this feeling like, oh, this guy's picking on me. Like, or everyone really, is. You can't really feel like that in this game because that's the whole point. Like, I need to you, kill Debbie. That's the only thing I'm doing. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. And it's nobody, like, the fact that Adam could come and, like, take blood from me or whatever, I just, I, I was like, yeah, okay, fine. I don't care. <laughs> It doesn't hurt me. Take all you need. Just get closer. He had a bit of a target-rich environment because you can also take blood from skeletons, which they ask you not to read too much into. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the... the, Quite funny. Yeah, the the ones with no flesh. No anything. And the ghosts. You can take blood from the ghosts. I've I've always wanted to bleed a ghost, you know? But yeah, so I I don't know. I, I enjoy that piece of this game because... I think everybody, I think it's human nature to to like having a bit of competition and like, you know, going after your best friend or your spouse or your whatever, right? I think everybody has that like in them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's sure, maybe a lot of people don't want to admit to it. And that's fine. Uh, yeehaw. I'll admit to it. I'm okay <laughs> with that. Every once in a while, I want to take a pot shot at Adam. Wow. This was a perfect, yeah. you put yourself in that position, by the wow. way. I was the paladin. You chose to not be the skeletons and kill me. You chose to become my target. We're the weird and house. I just enjoyed it. Yeah. Right. I, I enjoyed it. I, I, That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I like the way you put that because I do find that with a lot of competitive games, you, you, yeah, you, like you said, you can feel picked on. Uh, you know, it's pick on the leader or whatever. Um, I mean, or something with player elimination, like something like Risk. It's like, oh, you got a shitty start location and everyone else is stronger than you. So they just kill you. And then you have to sit there 
Where's this? It's like you're given a goal. Kill that guy. You see him over there? He's not your friend right now. Hunt him down. If you kill him, you win. The game's over. Uh, so yeah, it, it, I find it sponsors that little bit of competitiveness without feeling mean. Right. Yeah. And I just, just as a, as a side note, there is one thing that I, that I really dislike about, um, like victory point based games. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, I don't, I don't know how many people really think about this, but when you, when you're the person, if you get ahead a little bit in that game, you all of the sudden become three on one and it becomes impossible for you to win because you are trying to compensate, right? For three people coming after you, not just one person coming after you. In which game? And so in a lot of victory point based okay. games. So like uh, Munchkin, brass, for example. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Munchkin, things like that, right? Like, and so when you, when you get a little bit ahead all everybody's attention goes straight to you. Yeah. There's a lot of people who have a really hard time going, okay, they're a little bit ahead. I just need to maneuver around them. A lot of people take that as I need to attack them. Yeah. And I really dislike that because it's to me, then you're a lot of, you're not necessarily playing the game anymore. You're just trying to beat somebody so that they're lower than you. As opposed to you're just trying to get higher than them. Yeah, that, and I'm, that complaint to like the kinmaker mechanic as well. Yeah, and I, I'm not a fan of that. And I don't like a lot of people. I don't think realize that that's how they end up playing a game because they're like they're scared or whatever, right? And they want to they're reactive, and it's like you don't have to react in that way, mm -hmm. right? You can actually just try to get ahead. Um, and so that's what I like about this is that you're, you don't have to really worry about the, about having the idea that you're a little bit ahead and you, you're kind of like a runner, right? Where you have to like strategically like hold back until the last quarter mile or whatever. Um, you can just play the game the way that you want to play the game. And I enjoy that about this game. Yeah. I, I find that kind of nice about these like fully asymmetric board games where sometimes it takes those annoying mechanics that you can kind of find in like victory point games where, you know, if you're a little ahead, all of a sudden the bullseye is on you and it can kind of bake it into the mechanics by making every player very different. So as the, as the manner itself as you know, my, in my role, I, I was kind of playing that balancing act. I was trying like that, that was part of my role was keep anyone who's getting ahead and just, just, just try to keep, you know, hold them back just a little, but there's no way I can like directly just like hurt you. I, I would just try to delay you a little bit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like it when it, when a game can kind of take something that's often feels a little annoying or mean and just kind of bake it into a role. And then it kind of feels like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and not just picking on somebody, which I, no one should feel good about. How about you, Adam? Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, like I, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. It's interesting. Again, I definitely felt confused off the start. I mean, that, that was a, that was a thing. Um, I, by, by the time I got my feet underneath me, yeah, you know, like, you know, a, a little bit of the game had carried on and that's fine. Like that's, that's totally cool. Like I'm, I'm good with it. Um, it's, uh, like for my, for for me, like I said, I, I thought it was a good game. I, I enjoyed it. Um, felt a lot better, obviously. Once I once I kind of had my feet underneath me a little bit more, 
I do want to play this again. I don't think this would be one that I that I would necessarily run out and grab. Um, it's just not something that like Debbie and I would. It, it's it's not something that I think Debbie and I would run to run to grab off the shelf to play if it was just the two of us or something. Which is um, again, I think as as uh as we've gotten a little deeper and deeper into covid and and stuff like that and this whole quarantine bit like i think that it's really become um slightly more about what sort of games like there sorry i i guess it's more sorry i guess it's more a situation of like there are so many online options now like tabletopia and tabletop sim and all that sort of stuff and there are lots of there are lots of games that are put out by the actual uh, by the actual like developers and that sort of stuff to be like you know we're we're putting out an official version of like like parks for example we played the official release of parks um that was that was put out by um the guys who made it and and that's wicked and so in terms of picking up physical board games like a lot of the time it needs to be something special uh for me and it, it needs to be something that has like a certain a certain something to it. And um, did I have fun with this game? Yes, absolutely. There's there's no question there. Uh, would I run out and pick up a physical copy of it? No, actually, probably probably not. Um, although I did have a great time, and I don't want that to get. I don't want anybody to get confused with that like i i absolutely love this game and at the end of the day i mean i i think that this is really like a this is like a seven and a half for me um again it's it's pretty complex and but but that's a good thing and a bad thing as i'm sitting here thinking to myself be like well you know what if if i if i were to play this like i guess something that always sits in the back of my head is like what if what if i was playing with um someone who was newer to board gaming or something like that and th this would this would be something that like i feel would be a little uh a lot over the top of somebody's head um yeah it, it, this is a yeah this is like a seven and a half this is seven and a half for me it's a, it's a good game and i and i enjoy it and i hope to play more of it uh in a digital online setting or um you know because of course uh justin has it that you know that's that's another option is is we'll we'll be able to um hopefully get it onto the tabletop soon ish question mark uh covid yeah so it's it's something that i'm i'm hoping that yeah again we we will have an opportunity to get to uh to a tabletop soon mm? um but uh but right now obviously is not it's not that time it's just not that time but does it does that not like kind of lean me more towards maybe why you would play it digitally I, I would play it digitally to... because like I, I I can't see myself investing in this game. Um I can't see myself investing in this game to um like like I yeah, I, I can't see myself investing in this game um because like I, I would never get it to the table. Yeah, no, and I agree. And I think that that's kind of one thing that I was trying to like like yeah, I I would I never trying to say, right? Is that the digital version of this is something that I would that I, I would probably play because you can play with kind of anybody and people that know how to play it and have played it before mm -hmm. are in that, you know, in that, in the headspace that they, you know, it'd be, it wouldn't be a learning game necessarily. Um, I, I don't, I agree with you. I don't think that this is a game that we would put in our collection, but one that I think we could have fun playing 
online. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it it yeah, it definitely has it has nothing to do with how I mean, I don't even want to say how good or bad this game is, because that's not that's not where this is. Like, it is a good game. The style, um, maybe. Yeah, but it's just yeah, it's just not something like this sort of game definitely does not lend itself in my eyes, does not lend itself, first of all, for two player gameplay in in the sense in in a style that that Debbie and I would play. Um, and then at the uh, and then at the at the same time, um like like I said, you you already have it, and like just sorry, you being Justin already has Hello. it. And if and if that if that's what we're doing, that this is probably the group we play it with, anyways, because it, true, it's yeah. it's not something I would just quickly run out and and be like, oh hey, you know, let's just let's just get a air quotes quick um, game <laughs> of vast in, <laughs> you know. So I was just thinking about if you played two player mm. and I was like, Oh, but you know, maybe you could have, you know, one per each person plays two different characters. Mm -hmm. Oh, that'd uh, be too much. Well, that no, that would not make sense because no. if I was playing the skeleton and the paladin or, Oh the yeah. You could, you could spider, just, yeah, you could right? throw <laughs> the, exactly. It, the, that would not make yeah, sense. Yeah, No, it, it, the rule book does have suggestions for playing with X number of people. Mm -hmm. which is quite nice. Uh, and there's actually a solo play variant, which isn't Good really Lord. my thing, but it exists. What solo play? Like, what do you... Mm, uh, I mean, fair. You plays the paladin, and uh, it has like this... It, there's things that happen. Yeah, that would make sense. I think the paladin would be the only one that you would... Solo play That us. would make sense yeah. to me that you could solo play, yeah. But I think that's it. This is uh, this vast and it, it, its predecessor, Crystal Caverns. Uh, I don't know. They just they speak to me on a personal level. I, I've always had a fondness for asymmetric games. I don't know. I, I like that little injection of chaos, I guess. And, you know, I, I've never been too much of one for balance i don't really care about balance so maybe that's also why i love asymmetric games but uh spoilers i i, I really enjoy vast um i just got uh the mis mysterious manner so i i haven't had a chance to bring it out as often as i wanted to because well there's not a lot of chances recently to uh play physical board games um but i have played a lot of uh, the predecessor crystal caverns which came out in 2016 um and this is very much uh in the same vein as that if you've played that um but i no i i just really enjoy it because and i i i enjoy it because not only because there's different characters but because i want to play the same character again because there's just you know different things i could try and there's always that promise of you know oh next time i'll play maybe maybe i'll try this or play that character or there'll be a different combination where there'll be a completely different dynamic uh, and i haven't even played it enough um to put in the substitution characters or pull in characters from the other game so there's an incredible amount of depth and uh, inherent complication uh, if that's what you want. Um, but I think as, as everyone else has said, this is definitely not a it, – well, it, it, I, it, no, it, it's not. It's not a, a muggle-friendly game. Uh, it, I feel it definitely requires an understanding of sort of – sort of common mechanics that uh, play into a lot of board games. Um, but it could be accessible 
um, if if you kind of were a good teacher, but I'm not, so I'm going to keep it as a non-accessible game. Uh, yeah, no, it's 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 fun. I, I don't know. It it is hard to describe because it is so different, but uh, I'm definitely going to keep my copy. Uh, there's a reason I kickstarted this version because I enjoyed the first one so much. Uh, I find the art's great. It's got a good amount of humor. The mechanics are solid. They keep a well-done, up-to-date, like, online rules reference because, you know, with an asymmetric game, you're going to have some people with some weird questions and some sort of edge line cases. So I like that they keep an eye on things like that. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a fun game. I would definitely recommend it if you are sort of a seasoned, uh, hobby board gamist and you want something different, uh, because, uh, it's, it's hard to get more different than, uh, fully asymmetric games. Uh, I would probably recommend it if you have three or more players. I've never tried the solo play, so I can't really say to that, but, uh, I don't know. It, two player would work, but I, I think you'd be kind of missing some of the, uh, the fun chaos that comes with having three or more players um, but it's yeah it's not a short game like they they recommend 60 to 120 minutes and i would say you're you're going to go over that if you have four more players um but yeah it's fun give it a try if you can and uh enjoy it all right cool yeah if you uh and if you enjoyed this episode uh you know the best thing you can do for us is you know share it like and subscribe do the uh, old five stars on itunes type thing um if you have any questions for us, you can hit us up at two places. We've got a Twitter, at CGS Podcast, and we've also got an email, old-fashioned email, collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com. And if you would like to get a hold of me specifically, you can find me on Twitter, at Team Rage Tom. Uh, Demi. Uh, you guys can get me at, at Mrs. Wynn, that's at M-R-S-W-H-Y-N, on Instagram and Twitter. And like Tom said, you can... Give us a shout out on uh, Twitter. We love to hear what you guys think. We want to know what you like, what you don't like. Um, you know, if there's any constructive criticism you got for us, we'd like to hear it. We're not just doing this for ourselves. We're trying to make it easier on everybody. So you guys don't end up with this giant wall of cardboard that I'm sure Tom is also looking at in his house right now. Yeah, it's, just, it's fine. I mean, it's, it's growing. Our- it never stops growing. <laughs> just just seems to go in one direction only. <laughs> yes. Only up. Yep. Um, Justin, what about you? Hi. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me uh, and talk about board games, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Don't Trust Justin. And uh, yeah, if, if you have any more uh, asymmetric games uh, that you can... Th- you know, kind of turn my head towards. Uh, I'd love to give them a try. So uh, let me know. And uh, how about you, Adam? Uh, I have uh, I have a few things. <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a bit of a list. Um, you can catch me on all social medias, guys, at uh, For The Win, F-O-R-T-H-E-W-H-Y-N. You can also catch me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash For The Win, F-O-R-T-H-E-W-H-Y-N. Um, I stream five days a week. So Wednesday through Sunday, uh, my schedule is currently in the process of changing as I am finally back in classes after a very questionable summer as to, um, you know, as to whether or not we are going to be doing in-person lectures or online. Turns out we're doing online. So this will be, uh, uh, you know, interesting um, to do an entire semester online. Um, So definitely watch. Uh, watch the 
watch the Twitch channel. I will do everything I can to try and make an announcement and announce here once my schedule has changed. Um, right now we are, what are we doing? I mean, realistically, right now we are doing, um, Darkest Dungeon. I'm doing Darkest Dungeon viewer runs. So uh, come in, spend some channel points or bits or what have you, and influence my run. Watch me die and uh, curse the sky blue. It'll be it'll be wonderful. Uh, you can also catch if you like D and D and tabletop role playing stuff. You can catch myself and Tom on Adventures Tabletop. That's twitch.tv slash Adventures Tabletop every Wednesday night starting at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That is not going to change, even though I'm going back into classes. That is uh, that is a constant. So Wednesday nights, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, twitch.tv slash Adventures Tabletop. Come hang out. Get your D&D fix. Um, yeah, that's it. That's what I got. Cool, cool, cool. All right, well, thanks again. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and uh, I hope you enjoy your day. We'll be back at you uh, next week with something fun. Hopefully. Thanks. Bye. So, you always Bye. say hopefully. Bye. It's so, such a downer, Justin. <laughs> so negative. downer all the time now. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Justin's the Debbie Downer. You're fucking better, man. <laughs> Bye. Bye.